This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now we have... Uh, we have Peter Navarro here to tell his side of the story. He comes on Cats at Night, and we just uh, we want to hear what happened to you, sir, Peter Navarro. And, of course, you have a great book um, that's out, and everyone should get it. It's called In Trump Time, My Journal of America's Plague year and again it's called in trump time peter navarro how are you sir i'm doing great and just for the record the new book that's coming out taking back trump's america on amazon now i'm asking people to buy to support both my legal defense fund and taking back both the house in 2022 and the white house in 2024 so taking back trump's america i am doing fine um, this is six days after I found myself uh, in leg irons, denied food, water, uh, the right to counsel, and uh, taken by five FBI agents from the door of an airplane. Here's the funny thing, folks. I live literally 50 yards across the street from the FBI. And on Wednesday night, two days before the taking, um, I wrote to first Patricia Alloy, the deputy attorney, and I told her, look, I, I, I'm trying to do my duty to the president and the Constitution. I'm in an untenable position. I'm looking for a modus vivendi. Uh, there's, there's a number of things that you can do. Could, could you talk to this lawyer that I'm giving you the name of? Okay, I thought that was, that was, a, that was a, a, a reasonable path that they would accept. Aloy did nothing like that. Didn't even call a lawyer, which in my judgment is malpractice. Now, the other thing I did was I called Walter Giordano. He's the guy who a week earlier from the FBI, a special agent, had knocked very loudly on my door to the point of almost breaking the door to serve me with a subpoena, getting me out of bed in the wee hours of the morning. And I called Walter. I said, look, Walter, <clears throat> you just across the street. Come, come. Just if you need something, I'm happy to take whatever subpoena you got or anything else. All you got to do is call me. Now, he did not choose to do that. Instead, the, Aloy and Giordana and whoever else probably had had to go through Merrick Garland, I'm certain, uh, decided that on Friday, rather than quietly come to my apartment, which they could have done, or call me, which they could have done, they let me get all the way to the airport in a public place and take me with five agents. And at the time of the arrest, I asked several times uh, for uh, the ability to call someone for legal advice. I was denied that request, um, and they confiscated my phone. Uh, and they're even disputing that, which blows my mind, which tells me how – well, what kind of woes uh, they'll stoop to. But the, the bigger principle here, and we've talked about this, Johnny Katz and crew, executive privilege. It's not my privilege to waive. I told the committee that. I told the Justice Department that. I said that the, the least burdensome legal alternative is simply to go to President Trump and his attorneys, 
negotiate a waiver of the privilege. If, if he wants me to testify, I'll do it. They did not do that. They've never done that. They didn't even file a civil suit, which is the second least burdensome alternative. And by law, they should have done one or the other. Instead, they went uh, full metal jacket. <laughs> you know, leg irons are kind of interesting. I'm walking along. I'm, in, I'm like in John Hinckley's cell in solitary, and they're running me back and forth to the fingerprint machine. And this guy's going like fast. I'm going, wait a minute. I, I got leg irons on, dude. I, I can't keep up with you. And it was like, it was, um, it was a surreal experience. But we have a two-tier justice system here. Wow, I mean that's uh, and and uh, any comments from our? Uh... Well, I want to ask Peter Navarro. You heard the interview before with John Solomon. What is your reaction to hearing about that? About uh, the that, about the FBI uh, giving the warning, uh, the DC uh, mayor yeah. not. You know, I mean, it yeah, seems yeah, like there yeah. was a complete security so, failure here. So I think uh, I think I'm a pawn in in a game here. If you think about the arc going into this hearing tonight is this primetime farce, right? It's like I filed a civil suit last Tuesday questioning uh, the legality of this on four critical constitutional issues. I mean, these are like should go to the Supreme Court. Then I get arrested, arrested publicly in a, in a stockade-type shame and humiliation, violation of the Bill of Tainter Clause kind of thing, show trial and everything like that. And it's clear that this is a, a weaponization of Congress's investigatory powers. I say this because in my civil suit, I point out how the original plan for Congress was to, to set up a, a bipartisan, bicameral commission with five Democrats and five Republicans and to look at what actually happened on January 6th. And I believe the president would have cooperated with that. I certainly would have because – to John Solomon's excellent reporting point, I want to know what the Peter FBI Navarro, had informants before, before we have to take a break, there's one question I want to ask, and we've known yeah. each other a long time. Uh, we had a testimony from uh, somebody from the FBI yesterday that said, uh, when, when you got arrested at the airport, they, did they put you in handcuffs? That's correct. Okay. Behind my back, but, but uh, tight, you were, tight my shoulder. I, but I understand yeah. that you did not get leg irons or things like that until you were turned over to the U.S. Marshal's office. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, sure. sure. So it wasn't the FBI. It wasn't the FBI that put you in hand. Well. And then we had testimony from the U.S. Marshals that said that they do that to every prisoner that's turned over to the U.S. Marshals. <laughs> Uh, the FBI full well knew when they took me the way they did, John, I was going to wind up in leg iron. So if you, are they saying they're not responsible for that? No, they're not saying they're not it's responsible. Not they they, they yeah. had orders. Uh, I guess they had orders. That's to, BS. To, they had that, orders. That's BS. I could have voluntarily surrendered. They could have done it in a way. No, which we, understand which, we understand that. That's not a public humiliation. Uh, they, we they, understand. They did that. They did that to humiliate me in, in the public square to scare people. And it's not about me, John. It's about I understand. It's about the future of the America Department of Justice. To back kowtow to these people who are out of control. You know, like I've never seen any of those people who perpetrated the Russia hoax even get a whiff 
of an indictment, much less leg irons. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for that. Two-tiered system of justice, John. Two-tiered system of justice. Yeah. Peter <laughs> Navarro, uh, good luck. And uh, if you have additional comments, we're always willing to put you on. It's the same way we're always willing to put on any, anybody retired or present FBI, uh, et cetera. And uh, well, thank you so much. And when, I, when I leave, John, ask that FBI agent whether it's protocol to deny people the ability to call their attorney and just take their phone and slap it in an evidence. Was bag. it the FBI yeah, or, the, you know, or, you, or yeah, the U.S. Marshals that, the that did that? That was the FBI who did that at the time of my arrest. Okay. I asked them repeatedly we'll, we'll, we'll to, call, ask. to call for legal advice, and they did not let me do that. And then they gave me a, a public defender literally three minutes before the hearing who – uh, we can talk more about that. Anyway, thank you, Peter. Catch you, man, I appreciate yeah. you being there, brother. Take care. Bye.